Welcome to the Metal Forge. I am Mark Jackson, your host, and tonight I'm going to be pounding out the best in mobile metal for you guys. And if you've got a request, all you've got to do is send it to Mark at WCHQFM.com. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is Mark. It is Thursday, 7 p.m., and you're listening to the Metal Forge here on 100.9 FM WCHQ. Tonight, I have the other members of Overload here in the studio, and we're going to be playing some tunes for you, talking about our new upcoming release. I also have Kenny and Tony Marine from Kentucky Hot Brown Pedal Boards. They're going to be talking about their upcoming stuff that they're putting out. And earlier this week, we had a, a passing in the family here at WCHQ. I don't know if anybody's heard about it. This is going to be, this is dedicated to CJ and to all of his family. You know, and this is going to be pretty light for the uh, for the show tonight. But this is C.J. Cumberland with this cowboy don't dance. Yeah. 
All right, that was Julius with Beast before that Age of Annihilation from Creature of Exile. And I have, including myself, the other two members of Overload in the studio tonight. Hello, Mark. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Can you introduce yourselves for everybody? I'm Mike Taylor. I play guitar. I'm Todd Hawkins. I play drums. You play dumbs. Dumbs. Ah! Just beat them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's like the band name I was telling you about earlier. Uh, one beat off. It's <laughs> <That's> good stuff. <laughs> so, how are y'all doing tonight? Fine. Good. Fine and good. I just woke up. So yeah, you. Yeah, uh, yeah you've got the uh, the third the, shift blues. Yeah, that sucks. Down, 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 down. Got to woke up at five o'clock today. <laughs> I wish it was because of drinking. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's a different story. Uh, yeah, we've uh, we've been through that before. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and get right into some questions with you guys because you know everybody kind of knows who I am because I do the radio show. And yeah, you are Mark Action Jackson. Action, uh, as action a, figure Jackson. There you <laughs> yeah, go. I wish you know. I wish I had an action figure. I Just hit up Damian Thorne. No! I think he's got the connection. <laughs> he does. Oh yeah. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen when I <laughs> when that happened. Yeah, it's so funny, man, because I'll go through my Facebook feed and I'll see like uh, people like pose their action figures, like uh, oh yeah, like like like, like, like yeah, Stone Cold giving Stunner to like Emperor Palpatine or something <laughs> weird. You know, it's like I can't tell if it's Damien doing this or like somebody else. You know, it's like a lot of times I scroll through, I'll be like, is this professionally done or is this just one of my idiot friends? You know, <laughs> you know the cool thing about it is, is because he always wore the leather and. He actually would go home and put it on a mannequin. I, I, I tell like you what, a life size version of his action figure. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. So. I, I tell you one one good thing about Damien is that he supports he, local he metal. He comes out to shows and, and he, still does, and still does. And uh, you know what? You know that's that's something that uh, you know a lot of people. I was getting into a conversation last night with one of my coworkers. Uh, you know, uh, Donnie Harden's brother. Oh uh, yeah, I work with him. Uh, and we were talking about. It. He's like, man, people don't go out anymore. They, they, you know, it's, uh, they just want to stay home on the computer and stuff. And it's like, man, I just I, I go out and smoke cigars with my buddies. We need to, you know, we need to be, you know, it's said, you know, talking about the scene and stuff. Right. And it's like, I don't know what the scene is anymore. I was like, man, it's probably what you expect. It's like yeah. people who are really into one or two bands will show up for one or two bands, and that's it. And right. you know. That's one of the things is being a promoter of like actual shows that I run into constantly is I'm not going to book your band because you don't draw. Well, you've got to book bands for people to yeah. show up. And I tell you what, running sound at the Tiger Room, I'm exposed to a lot of uh, young and up and coming acts. You know, I'm exposed to next door too. You know, <laughs> I've seen that grin on your face. But that's you know, that's in, cheap heat. in in I can if somebody's on and they're really good. You know, it's like. A, you know, that was, that was a good job. Right. You know, Absolutely. it's like, you know, it, it, it's like you want to have, you still have that that drive to get the name out of, you know, somebody who, you know, an act that, you know, puts on a good show. And, right, and right, right. Not, you know, just not just, just kind of there or people there to party or whatever. It's a, you know. Somebody actually coming out to the show. Yeah. And one of the people that I'm going to be p- playing later in the broadcast tonight, uh, Zach Shroud. Yeah. Uh, Zach came he, out the other night. Right. Yeah. He comes out and supports shows as much as he can. You know, he got accepted to med school. He's, that's pretty cool. So he's 
yeah time there is going to be <laughs> yeah he's yeah i'm i'm glad he's got uh, all that electronic stuff uh that it's, he does like been, that's been out there for a while he's, but now he's finally moved back to indiana and yeah. he's releasing it <laughs> yeah exactly yeah hey you know d- do what you can out in la but i'll tell you one of the bands that uh that that you know fits into that category of just showing up playing kicking kicking names and taking <laughs> whatever uh is uh todd's old band the darkening they uh they were they were uh i i, I enjoyed uh watching them when they uh absolutely when they Darkening played was awesome yeah oscar and all that. yeah it was fun they're good people yeah that's all i can say you know life happens and, <laughs> and then bands break up you know right 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 and and bands break up every day and you know but it's the time that you spent in that band i mean if it if it was a positive then it's then it's all good oh, all positive yeah. all yeah. positive yeah. and i'm sure you would if everything was different, you'd probably still be playing with those guys. And oh, yeah. Probably still not playing with Overload. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah. I like to stay busy. Yeah, so, yeah. sorry I had to recruit you, Todd. Yeah, sorry, buddy. <laughs> Recruited him from another band that was kind of like... Yeah. We were talking about the uh, the ancestral nature of uh, Louisville music and how <laughs> everybody... Yeah, last night. <laughs> yeah, practice, that, was, yeah, that was pretty fun. You know, like... Again, like Donnie Harden, who yeah, has he the, played with rampant the, and all them point point of anger, seeing uh, point of anger, seeing ten eighty, ten eighty, yeah, with the <laughs> yeah, like so, like all of these people yeah. who have been like in all of these bands, yeah, and it's interesting because it's like, like the Venn diagram, it'd be like just one black hole of right, of, <laughs> right, <laughs> like you know, going even still going with like former members of this band that before you came in, yeah, yeah you've recorded us, but. You didn't play with them, but by proxy have because yeah, it's easy to learn the material when uh, when you know yeah when, you're when the you got sound a, engineer yeah when you got to go over and over again be like do it again <laughs> do it again do it again do it again. I remember one specific time recording we you had. got a better take in you, Mark. Come on, you can do it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so I have to play cheerleader and my psychoanalysis. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I like recording with you, and I do it when nobody else is around, because it's like. If nobody else is around, it's like, yeah, I nailed that in a couple of takes. And I will <laughs> attest to that comment. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike's like, are you sure? Are you sure? Mark, come on. I think you could do it better. <laughs> yeah, don't make me have to solo the track and have you listen to yourself. Oh, I, That's, you that is the worst. I, I, I no, everybody does. I you know if you're if you're super serious about your craft <laughs> and you're super critical of yourself, then so it's like. Yeah, you know, yeah. I can hear I, I can hear my nasaliness in the in the headphones. It's like, man, I hate my voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we like, all do. It's yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, talk to to tell what you were saying, Mike. You know, with all these bands that come in, they work really hard. You know, they'll they'll bring in all their gear. They don't have a road crew or nobody helping them out. And then they'll they'll even have their own lights, set everything up, tear it down at the end of the night. And that's what a lot of people don't realize is in order to do it. It's a lot of work. Absolutely. It's more work than, it, it's than your like, job, honestly. Right, right, because you're lifting all the heavy equipment. Well, not yeah. us anymore. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, everybody's going direct. They're, they're, they're getting smarter. It's like, yeah, everything's direct now. Right. And, uh, but I mean, it's, it's good to have venues like the Tiger Room that have professional gear the there and the capability to have you know that sort of thing. It's like, man... Uh, you know, some people are like I don't bring my cab here because I know I can go direct, and you know, and it's, and it's sound great good. because even the pros are direct and have been for years. Yeah, you know, not like everybody's a, running three different heads, and yeah, I was talking. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
uh, about ZZ Top the other day. Like, uh, I was like, yeah, all those cabinets on stage, those are dummies. Those are, it was like uh, Billy Gibbons goes direct. They both go direct. Right. Uh, it's like, and they're like, no. It, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like, he, you know, hollows out all of his guitars so they weigh two pounds. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, as well as those cabinets that you see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what's the, uh, the, Oh the, yeah, the kiss, the, <laughs> the kiss meme where they're sitting <laughs> yeah. there showing, they're like playing on stage, and there's like, it's like shot from the other side. Yeah, and there's the, no speakers. There's the no speakers empty. in the yeah. marshals, yeah. and it's like my life is a lie. Yeah, dude, that happened a long time. Uh, <laughs> my dad, like, this is funny because like, my dad, like, when they were had like a stage show or whatever, they took like cardboard stuff, and my mom like took the, uh, an old Marshall logo and like you know reversed it and you know put it on this, these cardboard things and like <laughs> like for their show or whatever they had like you know oh uh, th- and they like sit in the basement and stuff and so I was like <laughs> you know that 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 whole Marshall stack is like you get that visual you know without right, right. the weight yes absolutely yeah. now and that was that, when equipment was heavy and big back then in the seventies right. and eighties there's like a uh, there's like a Sun amp over at Mom's and or Mar- uh, Maxwell's House of Music in Jeffersonville and it was something like the doors apparently left behind when they played a gig in town years like like in nineteen sixty eight or something mm-hmm. and just even looking at it you can say that geez that thing is heavy. And it's just like, oh, yeah. and you know, because it was the uh, uh, the amp for the keyboard for Ray. Yeah, for I miss Ray. Yeah, miss, miss Ray. Ray is the band. It, honestly, <laughs> and it, I, I always love that he's like, and see this, this is my left hand, and it is the bass player. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's like doing it. <laughs> well, that's the thing too with all that is that um, it's not all about the music; it's about the show, and, and all that stuff that is part years. of the show. I've said that for years that. It has to be about a stage show because you have the the material. Yeah. You have to have the visual with it. Yeah, you know we don't have the stage show. We're just we're just the band. We don't have that. that oh, uh, us as yeah, band. us as band. Overload doesn't have that. There, we're not just, anymore. Yeah. We used to have a stage show. Dude, getting old is uh, yeah. You you yeah, lose the desire. Yeah. And you're like, I just want to go out and yeah. Play. That's why all these young bands tour because they have like hopes and dreams that aren't crushed yet. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like kids, if you're listening right now. Now's the time. Now, Go for if you, it. If you're, if anybody, if any young yeah. person is listening, absolutely uh, trade you know. your twenties for your eighties. <laughs> yeah, my, you know, absolutely. As uh, Jason Kerner and Bobby Hamilton would say, I traded my twenties for my eighties. Well, yeah, and and I can believe that with Jason. <laughs> yeah, and Bobby too. Bobby, yeah. love you. Jason, love you. Yep. Get healthy. Yeah. Stay healthy. Get healthy. Keep your body in Stay shape, healthy. man. There's just the wear and tear on my. My body, man, it's crazy. Just right, you know. Well, that's what happens when you're like fifty. I ain't fifty. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That's what happens when you work hard. Yeah, for a long. Yeah, right. you got to. When they say work smarter, not harder, you have to. Yeah. Whether it makes you look like a jerk in the process, it's like, hey, you know, take you ca- take care of number one. You have to, mm-hmm. and you know, that's that, the thing about getting older, and that has to be in the back of your mind too. Absolutely. So. Let me get into some questions here. It's about seven twenty-two. We got time. We got plenty of time here. I don't know how this format goes. It's just whatever. Okay. But it's just talk. It's all talk. Talk until you got to pee. Do you listen to yourself <laughs> musically? Uh, uh, Overload, surviving Thalia, darkening. Do you do you just sit there and do you pop in like the occupation of DC just to listen to it? Uh, well, recording all the bands like. 
I've been through that process before where it's like, you know, I have the ability to, you know, compartmentalize different things. So it's like I'm listening to the mix. I'm not listening to me play per se, you know, which right. is hard for people to understand. Well, aside from what I guess, I guess what I mean is aside from do I enjoy the listening to to the music or yeah do you do you just sit there and uh, you take away the the work ethic of it and listen to it as a listener as a fan it's super hard to do like uh, I was man just last night I had a really good conversation with Rob Harden last night like I was telling him about like how being a sound engineer like just uh, listening. To like, I have to listen to a fan, like to go to bed. But even like after a show, your brain is in this different zone where it's listening for stuff to be wrong. And so like uh, the fan will sound musical to me, and, I, and my brain will try to pick out what song it's playing or what y- y- you know note it, it is. It's and just trying to pick out the white noise. Yeah, exactly. And it's 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 hard to go to sleep. <laughs> you know? uh, absolutely. And I can only imagine with your with you being exposed to it sometimes up to six, seven nights a week, just depending on the way the shows go. Yeah. You know, you know, 12 shows a month or whatever. Yeah. And then... And then recording bands, too. Like, and, ear, yeah. ear fatigue is, is a real it's, thing. Yeah, absolutely oh, yeah. it is. And, That's why they say anything past, like, six hours of recording is yeah, futile. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, unless you're doing, like, keyboard work or something, right. where it's like, you know, you just got to... Just heavy, distorted guitars or... Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's stuff the, that's... The damage. Yeah. What about you, Todd? Do, do you... Listen to any anything that you do musically, um, or because you're a, you're a sound old video engineer as well. Yeah, Todd, you, Todd covers for me at the Tiger Room. Yeah, um, not really. Occasionally, I will just because I want to hear something that I did. You know, kind of like reliving a memory, basically. Right, or you'll listen to the parody songs that you write and record. Yeah, yeah, for laughs. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Yes, there you know, is, and, that, and that's where it comes into. You know, being too serious about something versus enjoying what you're doing. You know, if you're too serious, it's going to be stressful. But if you're trying to enjoy what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why, like, most, you know, a lot of people will, you know, joke around. Maybe make a goofy song or do this or do that or do, just branch out do something else than what they're used to doing. Right. You know. I think, kinda, I think I've worked on a few of those of yours. The balance. Yeah. Yeah. Balance it out. Yeah. <laughs> The the uh, the Brian Johnson vocals that I can I can muster up when I need to yeah yeah <laughs> but like you know that's that's the thing too like I listen to you know a band that I like and hear the recording and I can't listen to it because like Mike was saying you know knowing- you're listening to what you put down and mixed as opposed to the actual quality of the music yeah and even then it's you know oh man those guitars are too loud and they got too much mid range I gotta I don't want to hear that. It like right. actually bothers me. It hurts my ears, honestly. Right. So. Scoop and mids. Todd's you, all about scoop mids. Yeah. And how do you play in this atrocious band? No. Because <laughs> yeah. I like the people I play with. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's so yeah. If it was nineteen eighties, we would hate each other. And <laughs> no, we'd all be in a not Kiss cover band. Oh, oh. no, it wouldn't be that. Halloween every we just day. Play, we would troll the audience and play Love Gun like uh, like five times in a row to open up for something else. Right. We, we would have people throw stuff at us, I think. <laughs> That's I think, funny. I think it'd be fun. That's, like uh, great Mike stuff. Patton's band. I don't know if it was his band or some band that opened for him. They played Black Sabbath 
like the same song. I don't know if it was Paranoid or what, but they played it like five times in a row. Yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, it was at the brewery, it was at the brewery or Phoenix Hill or something. Like like they oh, and they know. were making people boo, you know, make them boo <laughs> oh, to get on. It's like I've heard about like uh, you know different comics taking other comics on the road with them to warm them up, but they won't take good comics, so make them their set look that Even much better. better. Yeah. yeah, 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 kids, everybody, you don't have to be the best. Yeah, you just you have just to be have there. To, yeah, you, you have to be have available. To be a lot of times, like right. I'd say, maybe forty percent of the time, it's availability. Right. And it's you know, and it's not just about. They say it's not what you know; it's who you know. Well, availability is it's part of who is, you know. Is part of who you Absolutely. know. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, what was this? Is kind of a, a two two part here. What was the first concert you ever went to? Uh, both. National artist, like big headlining touring artist, and local. All right. Uh, the first concert I went to there was a national artist was Pantera at the Louisville Gardens. When was that? Uh, I don't even know. It was a long time. <laughs> well, well, obviously, long it was a long time ago. Yeah, because there's, there's the classic show that everybody talks about is the Pantera White. Yeah, and there's Morbid right. Angel was there. Uh, and then there was another show when they came back on the uh, – on the Hunter One Proof Tour with uh, Sebastian Bach and Anthrax. Right. I went to that one. Right on. Yeah. But I just remember Lowell Gardens, not facing the stage, but facing the wall behind it, you know, on the other side. Yeah. And it sounded like the band was playing in front of me because it was bouncing all off the, <laughs> the concrete wall so there. So you're like, you're, you're facing the wall? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I just walked around. Right. But, you know, I was walking around, there was a mosh pit. This big guy was like looking at me like he's ready to attack me, and I was like, "Nope, nope, not me, not me. I'm not a mosher. <laughs> nope, not at all. Not going to do that." And when was the first local show you went to? Um, I think I actually played it. Oh, nice, even better. Yeah. So, you know, right on. Uh, anybody of note on the show uh, other than what was, Assisting Sorrow would have been playing? Uh, there's there's a band I played in. I played guitar oh. about four years. Yeah. I guess I played but, Assisting Sorrow for one month. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did not. I think Terry said he played in Assisting Sorrow at one time, too. Really? Yeah. But Har- Harper Sandlin. for drums? Oh, Sandlin? Yeah. Oh. Yep. I think he That's was a vocalist at one point. The band we opened up for was Sin. It was Terry Harper's band. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good old Terry. Hey, you know, God love the God love the man. Absolutely. The myth, the legend. Hey, hey availability is, is key. That's right. If, if Terry's out there listening, we're available. <laughs> Yeah, 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 we're available to a degree. Let's yeah. just say if, that. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying not to like uh, play on shows that I'm running sound on. Right, that's a, and I don't think that's fair to you. Actually, uh, yeah. that's the only reason I don't say, "Hey, man, why don't you get us on this show?" Because yeah. you're pulling double duty at that point. Yeah, Sometimes and a lot of and a lot of times it had to do with availability. It's like right. an artist pulled out, or you know, yeah, something like that. It's that's like the well, reason we played the uh, yeah, surviving the value reunion. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was fun. It was, yeah. yeah. You were running sound, playing in two bands. <laughs> yeah. At least we got, you know, a sound check the night before to save the scene. That's one good thing about digital consoles is that they'll, you know, save your scene. And, Absolutely. And at least you know what you like. It's coming back at you. So what about you, Mike? What was the first concert you, national artist and local? Uh, well, my dad played, like, local bars for, a, you know, all growing up. So right. I, was, I was exposed to, like, bar life really young, uh, like in the 80s. Uh, so like his shows are like VFWs or, you know, some stuff where like, okay, you know, the kids area can be back here. That's right. a bunch of, bunch of that when, stuff. When that could be done. When that could, yeah, back. Yeah. I'm sure the laws were very laxed back in the Reagan era. And, <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Uh, but like aside from, 
from you know going to dad shows and setting up gear for him and stuff uh locally would probably i you know what comes to mind is probably shows that i played in like high school stuff yeah uh, with you know jason and carl casper yeah carl casper auto (laughs) show actually uh actually we it was me and donnie disler and jason kerner i think our first Maybe not our first show, but one that sticks out is uh, the Fairdale Fair. We got put on that somehow. Like, we were wheeling and dealing. Like, we were, like, it's funny, like, how, how it transcends generations where it's like one high school will have one band. And right. then everybody at that high school will be like, hey, that's something to do. We'll go exactly. watch that band. And then it's like like there's a J-Town band. There's a Seneca band. There's a Moore band. And then something. you had the one offshoot band like, like Ceiling from, of the Tribes yeah. in Borden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Countermeasure. Yeah, Countermeasure, yeah. Right. Or, yeah, a lot of times it's like, you know, in the r- more rural areas of Kentucky, it'll be like the county, you know, the, that, the county that, band. The county band, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's like what he's saying. It's a, more of a social thing. Right, than, right than a music or a show and that's why today most shows don't draw people because people their social are, thing is, is facebook is yeah, on Netflix. their phone or online watching us hey hey, hey. hey. come to a show am i even here anybody's show all right i'm hearing yeah, the shot yeah yeah you're in the shot everybody not even worried about what i look like i got a hat that says work whenever fish forever yeah <laughs> Hey. I didn't catch a damn thing last week fishing, and I'm kind of I'm kind of mad about that still. Mm-hmm. That's usually how it goes. I know yeah. it was like 90 degrees outside, so yeah, fun stuff. Yeah. So, and the first national show, you never? Oh, uh, I don't know. It's probably probably ZZ Top and Jackal. That was that was probably like nice. Jackal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. No, that, was, no, they were good. That was. Still are. I, I want to say that was. Still. Yeah, still. they still. Yeah, we yeah. were. We were going to have them out at the tire room, but they ended up playing somewhere else. Or we something. actually had the chance to play with them at uh, Phoenix Hill a couple of years ago when it was still open. Yeah, but they ended up getting Van Whalen to open for them, which is uh, uh, <laughs> all I can think of is the uh, Squidbillies and <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> Les Deal is you know his dad's Mick. Mars, yeah. so yeah, yeah, and they fit better with Jackal than Overload would have. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and uh, from what I hear, uh, uh, McMars's son does a bunch of uh, custom guitar oh, work. Absolutely, and he really does his good. Yeah, on Facebook. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, Chris Hillerick was uh, he he's, he said because uh, he he's got a Fender one forty head, and oh, it's wow. like that's what uh, Mick used on one of the on the albums, and he's right. like, I want that head. Is is he going to sell it to me? Can he sell it to me? I'll buy it from him. He's like, no. <laughs> it's it's funny, like, because he always talked about selling it and stuff, or right. you know, or selling it to Troy Nall or something <laughs> like that. And uh, it's like it's funny, like you don't w- want something unless you know somebody else wants it. Oh, absolutely. Like gear wise, it's like mm, I need to sell this. I it's wish. like uh, I just wish oh, yeah. I had some of the gear I used to have. Yeah, like, regrets. Yeah. Regrets selling stuff. Oh, I need money. Let me go upon this or let me go take it to the music store and sell right. it no hey that's another thing SCS. everybody out there if you're planning on selling any of your gear don't keep it keep it unless it's a cabinet don't, that's, yeah that's yeah then you can find ca- uh decent cabinets yeah, all day long use. just check them out first make sure make sure they work make Absolutely. sure the inputs work yeah don't don't be stupid about stuff like that so for me uh local show the the first actual like legit local show i went to was victim at uh, Pandemonium, and it was like 1996. Pandemonium was open back then? Yeah. Mm. Uh, it wasn't open for much longer, 
but it was. As I want to say one of my bands in Idol played there like in 2000. Yeah, it was open then. So I know, uh, I'm trying to think who was on that bill. It's probably like, not Revenants or something. Hey, Gabby, hey, Jason. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's, it, it, we we want to do the, the whole venue walk of <laughs> yeah. of history. Where we can, he yeah. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm sure you're gonna bore the audience. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna play the. Uh, I want to play a song, and then I want to play the concert view. Um, this one goes out to Todd. Well, hey, thank yeah. you. Oh, if I can get it, drag, drag, drag and drop, drag, copy and paste. Do what you gotta do. That's what I'm trying to do. This song is time, and this is darkening here on 100.9 FM WCHQ.
gifted songwriter and awesome guitarist like Matt O'Ree, and your fans include Bruce Springsteen and Steve Cropper, and when those guys volunteer to play on your next record, and you're named Guitar Center King of the Blues by B.B. King, I'm not a superstitious man, no. Well, you've got something good going on. But these shoes ain't got a curse on them, yo. Matt O'Ree and his band are coming to Mojo's Boneyard in Evansville on Friday, May 31st, along with the amazing Soul Crackers. Matt O'Ree and his band will take you on a ride the likes of which haven't been seen since the 70s. Tickets for the Matt O'Ree band are on sale now. $10 in advance in person at Mojo's or by phone at 812-475-8593. Don't miss the Matt O'Ree band coming to Mojo's Boneyard along with the amazing Soul Crackers on Friday, May 31st at 8 p.m. Mojo's Boneyard. 4920 Bellmead Avenue, Evansville, Indiana. It's 76 degrees. It's 742. Time for the WCHQ Concert View. A service of WCHQ 100.9 FM and Leo Weekly. Louisville's eccentric observer since 1990. Pick up your free copy at any of Leo's 500 distribution points to read smart and irreverent news, commentary, music, and arts coverage. A new issue is out every Wednesday, and daily online exclusive content is available every day at leoweekly.com. All right, this is your WCHQ Concert View for Thursday, May 30th. I'm Ed. Let's take a look at what's shaking and baking in the Louisville area this evening. All right, starting up here in St. Matthews, Jossie Lauren is performing tonight over at Gersel's Place starting at 8 o'clock. Caressa KJ is at Mr. G's in Middletown starting tonight at 9 o'clock. Smash Ellie is over at Tulane. Holly Overton, Toy Zan, and Danica Ransom at the Careless Lounge. That starts tonight at 7 o'clock. Zach Altman is at On the Rock starting tonight at 6 o'clock. George Stearman is at Merle's Whiskey Kitchen starting tonight at 8 o'clock. William Russell Wallace is at the Mag Bar starting tonight at 8 o'clock. Kevin Jaggers is at Kingfish on the River in Louisville starting tonight at 6 o'clock. At the Kaiju, North by North is in concert with the Wasso, the Cordial Sins, and the Darlington Pears, and that starts tonight at 8 o'clock. Nate Tumas is at Goodwood Brewing starting tonight at 8 o'clock. Rob Muffin Jr. is at Senior Iguana's Mexican Restaurant in Outer Loop starting tonight at 6 o'clock. The Quinney Brothers are at the Blind Squirrel in J-Town starting this evening at 6 o'clock. The Blues and the Grays are at Stevie Ray's Blues Bar, and that kicks off tonight starting at 8 o'clock. Along with that is the Thursday Night Throwdown kicking off at 8.30. Doug Pinson is live at New View Bar and Grill starting tonight at 7 o'clock. Jack and Lindsay are at the Thirsty Hound, and that kicks off tonight at 8 o'clock. Joe Robinson is live with Josh Farrell over at the Derby City Pizza Company in PRP, and that starts tonight at 6 o'clock. Cosmic is at Jimmy Can't Dance, and that starts tonight at 9 o'clock. Laffy and Chili are at the Highlands Tap Room starting late tonight at 10 o'clock. The Louisville Hot Club are at the Heller High Water Bar, and that kicks off tonight starting at 8 o'clock. Haley Mae Campbell is at Captain's Quarters Riverside Grill in Prospect starting tonight at 7 o'clock. Voodoo Fuel is at the Knock Bar starting tonight at 7 o'clock. Kate Howard is live at Molly Malone's in St. Matthews starting tonight at 8 o'clock. And finally, the big event of the night, India Ari is at the Louisville Palace Theater on the Worthy Tour, and that starts tonight at 8 o'clock. 
This has been your WCHQ Contribute. If you've got a gig you'd like to let us know about, head over to WCHQFM.com and hit the icon at the top of the screen that says, List Your Gig. That's right. Go ahead over to the concert view on WCHQFM.com. Hey, hey, hey. List your gig. And list list your gig with Ed, and he will get you on and get you on the concert view. We are Overload. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for everybody for coming and playing tonight. You're welcome. I got out of bed for this. Absolutely. This first song is called Nothing to Lose, and it is on the Blood for Blood album.
called Distrusting Minute Frayed Threads. It is on the Pantheon album. Came out in like 2013, 12, something like that. I don't know, man. I don't keep track. I know. You've recorded them all, so anyways. Uh, we're going to play a couple of new songs tonight. Uh, a song called Defy. This is going to be off our newest EP slash album, because we're going to include the last EP on there as well, which was Unvanquished. And the new one is going to be called Tales from Twin Earth. I've been leaving little spoilers on the uh, Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash official overload for all your overload needs. Official overload needs? What about my unofficial overload needs? Well, you can get them there, too. <laughs>
crashing, it makes me feel so high Crash course, no remorse, step into the noose you tie Blood spills, pay the price, pay for nothing's fair Ground cracks, sky turns white, tied up as you choke for air Give us just a second. We're going to do this whole uh, tuning song. Thank you all for tuning in. It has been the Metal Forge with WCHQFM 100.9, and this has been Overload. We're going to do one more for you, and then I'm going to come back and, like... Tell myself off because I'm sweating like a madman in yeah, here. These are incandescent lights. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're LED, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> Note to self: uh, Don't book this again. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Uh, forgot how hot lights were. I haven't played on stage in a long yeah, time. No, it's it's really funny because like LEDs like don't emit any heat, but yet like on the stage, your body's used to sweating, like, sweating, and and heat coming from the lights. So, like, man, those lights are hot. It's like, nope, no, they're I not. I can put my hand on them. It's yeah, funny. you could like grab it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this song is going to be on the new album EP thing. Uh, 
as well. This song is called Usurper. everybody to stick around listen to the rest of the show because we have kenny and tony marine in the green room they're gonna be talking about kentucky hot brown pedal boards and products and mike do you have anything to say to anybody out in radio land i love my wife amanda thank you thanks for putting up with us practicing and coming to record for like the last 10 years amanda and cats and, and meow and what about you todd todd i love everybody thank you all i will be back in just a few minutes You're listening to WCHQLP, Louisville, Kentucky, 100.9 FM. All local, all community, all the time. It's 77 degrees. It's 802. WCHQ, 100.9.
that was Clown Car with System of a Clown. Before that, we had the amazing cover of Angel Witch by Blood Curse and Translucent Dreams by New Bravado. Love that tune. They're like a really Sabbathy. Oh, my, my alarm's going off telling me to go to bed. <laughs> well, I should have put my phone on uh, silent there, but, you know, that's the, that's the professional in me. Well, anyways, I am in the studio here with Kenny and Tony Marine from Kentucky Hot, Bound, Hot Brown Pedal Boards slash products. I know you all do multiple things now. Yes. Yes, we do. So how are you all today? All right. Uh, I heard the, the and of course, the song you just played. That was awesome. I haven't heard that, really, really heard that in a while. That was like one of the best things that I've been a part of musically. So that was kind of awesome to hear that. It's good stuff. And you have great album titles. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. The Dong of Time. Yeah. And I Dark mean, Side of the Poon. Dark Side of the Poon. <laughs> and we, we were coming up with another one, but I, mean, I forget what we were talking about. But it was, it was just as crazy as that. I mean, it was just out there. I mean, I, who knows? There might Fart be a clown. box. Fart Shape Box. That's oh, yeah. Yes. So that, that was going to be the next album, Fart Shape Box. Uh, nice. And I'm not saying it's not going to happen. And I'm not, I'm it, not gonna it say could that. feasibly happen it could. at any it time. Could. It could. I mean, I mean, uh, the other stuff that I do, like the on my my uh, Skippy the Machine, the album I did, the online album was like uh, Trailer Park Disco. <laughs> so I mean, that was. So tell, tell me more about Skippy and the Machine. Uh, uh, Skippy the Machine is well, my my nickname is Skippy, and I've been I've gone by Skippy for ever. And Derek, who was in Clown Car with me, is the person who gave me that nickname, uh, and it was because I did Ghost Beats when I played drums. And he says, "Why are you skipping around for Skippy?" Uh. So and it, it just kind of stuck. And Dan Cannon, who was the guitar player, started calling me Skippy, and then they would introduce me as Skippy the Machine Marine. Uh, or just Skippy, and then it just stuck. And then when I started doing my instrumental music, uh, my electronica type stuff, it's like electronica, uh, ele- you know, um, just electronic music, instrumental. I don't. It's, there's no vocals. It's all instrumental. Nice. Uh, and uh, we do play stuff like that on the station. Yeah, so. I, I've, sent, I've, I've sent it all in to Matt. So yeah, or not, yeah Matt Jags has got. Oh it. yeah. So I awesome. sent it in to him. So he's hopefully he'll be playing some soon. Uh, but it's all instrumental. Uh, I've been doing that. God for. T- 15, 20 years probably. Oh, wow. I started off with like, uh, the, you know, the Acid Pro software or whatever. <laughs> Acid Pro 4 is where I started, you know. And, that was uh, a cool edit pro. Yeah. And so, I mean, it basically, I started from there doing all that kind of stuff and loops and things. And then I started making my own loops. And, of course, with technology having its big jump, you know, that's... Absolutely. I started doing a lot of stuff. And um, the majority of what I do now is in, uh, is in GarageBand. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people are doing that these days. A lot of people are using it, you know, it's a big thing, you know, you get GarageBand and you got it for your like iPad and stuff like that and It's really cool and versatile because you can move from one thing to another. So if I want to move over to like where my drum kit set up cuz I have my drum kit set up out in my office and and uh for the business. So I was like that's my happy place. All my Star Wars stuff is out there. I have like stand-up video games, you know. It's like I, I just like arcade this. games. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. See, it's all changed then. <laughs> yeah, so you have, yeah. To, come check, you have to come over and check nice. it out. We actually have a real office, you know, office building now. Instead, oh of, like, wow, yeah. So instead of just being in the sits, garage, it sits and... right next to the the, the uh, our building. Yeah, where our it's shop a ten is. by sixteen building. Oh wow, so yeah. awesome. Yeah. It, like your he shed and like yeah. she shed. It's my he shed. It's my he shed. Not man cave, he shed. There you go. That's awesome. <laughs> Not technically he shed because I hang out in there too. It's a he she shed. Yeah, okay. 
Dual purposes. Yeah, and you, you mentioned his name as the guitar player, so I do want to give him a shout-out. Is Dan Cannon. Yes. Uh, I love Dan. I've known Dan years and years and years. I was a, I was a rock school kid. Oh, yeah. yeah, so, yeah years you know. ago, and he was my coach. Yeah. We, had, we were like 16, 17, and we had like a 13-year-old drummer that like went on to play for like All Shall Perish or something. I was yeah. like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, Dan, Dan awesome. is a talented, very talented musician, very passionate person. Very, and very passionate person. Yes, I mean, you can tell he's by actually, what he does for a living and what he continues to do for you know Louisville and America in general. Absolutely. I mean, he's actually my uh, district senator. Well, he would have been my district congressman yeah. had he won the election. I think over. he will eventually get there. I hope I, so. I, I really because do. I know he had my vote, so. Because yeah. I've known him for years. Well, I told you, I said, if I lived in Indiana, I'd have voted for you. Absolutely. And I think a lot of us would that know him because he is. He's a good dude. He is. He's I a very mean, good I mean, I've known Dan for, tw- God, tw- over 20 years. Right. I've known him about 20. So, so I yeah. mean, it's. Since I knew him when he had hair. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I mean, he's he is uh, our son, Kenneth, uh, which who's my son, Kenneth's 21. So, if that tells you. Oh, wow. Uh, he's my son, Kenneth's uh, godfather. Oh, so, wow. I mean, yeah. So, so, you've known him a while. A long time. Yeah. Longer than, a little bit longer than me, but still. <laughs> um, so, tell me about Kentucky Hot Brown Pedal Boards. Well, I mean, we started off in 2013 doing what, you know, basically. Basically making pedal boards, and I'll, I'll just tell you right now, honestly, when we first started making them, they were. I look at them now, and I go, God, those were awful. Because like when you first start off, you know, you, I mean, you make them, and they're good, they're good quality. But like you learn a lot of things along the way from 2013 to now. Yeah, I mean, there's so much stuff that I've learned to do better. Advancements in techniques, yeah. tools. Oh yeah, that's the biggest yeah. thing. Uh, getting sued by other, co- or tr- you know, trying to get sued yeah, by other companies. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. yeah, we had a big dog come after us. Like, uh, I don't. We were 2014. Yeah, we just started. And uh, I will just say their initials are PT. Yeah. And, oh. Yeah. And they make pedal boards out of metal. And, and they were suing you for making pedal boards for, out of wood for trade uh, patent. patent infringement. What? Really? Yeah, yeah. But because did they look too similar? They, they were of a slatted design. Uh, uh, and um, basically that was the similarity. Uh, and that's kind of where it ended. It was like they, they you know. I don't think you can, uh, you can sue over a, an angle. <laughs> well, I mean, you would be surprised. Really? I mean, it was very, they've tried. They, I mean, they've tried. Uh, we, we just agreed to disagree, and I, I agreed to change my design. And honestly, I'm glad I did because, I mean, actually they were kind of, you know, kind of helped me in my process of you know, evolving right. to where I am now and way the pedal boards look now. Because when I first started, they were slatted, you know, because I was like, oh, was there any other way to really build these? Well, it forced me to go, okay, now i got to figure out a way to build these. Because, An alternative, yeah. yeah and, cause, and it happened early, which was really cool because, you know, if it had happened when I really got going, I mean, that could have really, you know, messed things up. I but, think it's really cool because since they made us alter our models, we've sold a whole heck of a lot of them, and we've got a lot of their old their business. customers. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Hey, and that's awesome. I mean, know? I've been told directly by several of our customers that I'm going from theirs to yours. And, nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, yeah. and you know, and for a long time, it's, I mean, and I can understand where they're coming from too, because I mean, they they have a patented design. It's something that they came up with, and it's something that they held close to their, you know, just like me. If I came up with something that I patented it, I would, you know, I would be like, hey, this little whippersnapper here, I don't want him doing Yeah, you don't it, want you know? anybody stealing no. your design. I mean, but I mean, a lot of people don't, in that realm of 
business, a lot of people don't check a lot of that first. Well, the only thing, the bad thing is uh, you can't go internationally. So, like, there are so many Chinese companies, I right. mean, ripping them off, like, really bad. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wish.com. I mean, I mean you, yeah, I mean, if you go to Wish.com. <laughs> 795. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wish.com. I mean, eBay. If you look on there and you look at any of, like, these these, you know, companies that are in Japan, you know, I mean, you look, or not Japan, I'm sorry, but in China, uh, and some of them actually are in Japan. You see them and you're just like, oh my God, it's like this exact same pedal board as they're making there, here in America. But there's nothing they can do because they don't have the international. Yeah, there's no international. They don't have the national patent. Because right. that's a whole other ball of wax, you know. Right. Uh, I mean, I did have a guy I was kind of helping out for a while, and... You know, giving him advice and things like that. And he was, he had another uh, company, and um, I'm trying to remember the name of his company. Uh, I don't remember the name of the company, but, but I remember he was in Georgia. And the first thing that I saw was that he had something out on Reverb that looked very similar to our, our design. Uh oh. And I was like, hey, um, this guy is totally ripping you off. And, uh, you know, and I, and at first I was like, you know, and it's, you know, he he's trying to get his, you know, feet in the ground and figure out what he's doing. He's wanting to do his own thing. I understand that. Uh, but then it started getting way too close to what, and then I kind of said, Hey man, you know, and Back then off. Yeah. yeah. And then finally, you know, I just, you know, I kind of, I didn't mean to, but I did, I guess, you know, I went out there and I just basically told people like, Hey, this is not cool. This is not, you know, this, somebody is trying to, trying to be us, but they're not. Right. You know, I mean, we've built up a, a good following and everything. And this person, I mean, he's making pedal boards and they look, and they look good. But I mean, if you, if you set his down next to mine, you would go, those look really similar, you know, and that's kind of some stuff I had to, to deal with. And, um, and now it's kind of behind me, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, we have the business, we continue to get the business Absolutely. And, and it's not, and the thing about it is too, there's an attitude that comes along with building pedal boards and doing what we do. I mean, it's not just, you know, you know, you going out and just building some pedal boards and selling them. It's like, I am the spokesperson for the company. So if you right. see videos nine times out of, well, 9.5 times out of 10, I'm the one in the video. Right. I'm doing I don't the commercials. Like the camera. Yeah. She doesn't <laughs> like to be on the camera. So I'm doing the commercials. Uh, the attitude of the company is the attitude of the owners. I mean, it's like we, you know, and you're awesome people. Yeah, I so mean, that's yeah, that's, I that's a great. Appreciate deal. that. I mean, and I'm being serious with that because you know, it's tough. Go back man. and you know, and and I'm a musician, and that's part of the thing that comes across too. Is like we're real musicians, right? Like, you know, like she she. I mean, well, you play a little bit, but not not as much as I do. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm the artist. I mean, I'm a real musician that's played in in, in local scene, regional scene. Uh, and you know, I understand what it's like to be a musician and be broke and like, you're really trying to get some cool gear, but you just, you can't afford it. You right. Know, it's like, you know, and you, when you do that, you're just like, you know, I need to have something that I can afford. So that's where the affordability that's our whole goal. Yeah. It's to make things affordable, functional, and really cool. cool. Yeah, it's like, Absolutely. That's, you know, and you do have some samples with you today. Yes. I do. So I can actually show these on the. The monitor up here oh, yeah. on the uh, Facebook Live feed. And again, you know. Oh, we're Facebook Living? Yeah. Cool. We got video. We got audio. Oh, you're we're a all, high tech. We're all over it. We are all, all this, over it. Uh, can, do you need that one over there? Yeah, I'll check it out. This is a, a really weird board because I've only been able to make two of those because that is a spotted oak. There was something going on with the oak, that I, the piece that I bought, that it was actually had some kind of 
I don't know if it was like a, a bacteria or something that got into the wood. Right. I have a it, fungus among a us. A fungus in there, but it actually got <laughs> to where it's spotted. Oh, wow, that shows up really awesome on yeah. the camera, actually. Like it, it got sp- it spotted up really cool, and uh, I've only made two of those because I only had one piece of wood like that. And I, I found it by total accident. I mean, it was one of those things where, like, it, I just pulled it out and I was like, wow, this is a really wild looking piece of, you know, oak. And I just bought it, and it was like a six foot board. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, and I bought it, and I was like, you know, this is really cool. Uh, and I have that one actually up on my site right now. Uh, and it, I think it's 76 bucks is what I got on it because it is a really weird. Right, and it's, it's awesome. Like, and I mean, there's I, only been two of them. You know, that's one of the things I love absolutely is like, I watch. I am like, I want to get a shop of some type. I've been wanting to get into blacksmithing. I've been wanting to get into like, uh, of course, why would? Of course, I want to get into blacksmithing. This is the metal forge. Metal, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a metal right? forge, and uh, <laughs> you know, I also wanted to get want to get into like uh, like woodworking and carpentry and stuff like that. Not necessarily to do like pedal boards or something like that, but just to do. I'd love to be able to oh, do there's, hobbies, it, man. There's, there's yeah. so many levels, like when. You tell people you're a carpenter. There's so many levels of carpentry. Right. I mean, there's like, somebody's like, so do you build houses? Like, I was like, no, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a, I was like, no, I'm not a framer. I'm a carpenter. Right. There's, there's differences, you know. And, and the thing about it is, there's so many different ways. We've actually gotten into doing uh, like uh, a friend of mine owns a company has a 3D printer. Or 3D nice. Print, he sells 3D printers and things like that. Well, I'm actually going to do a video for him, like on a how-to to put it together, and he donated one to our shop. Oh, so we're cool. going to have a 3D printer, so we're going to be messing with that soon. But yeah. the cool thing is we started doing – we have a CNC machine, nice. an X-Carve machine, and we started doing some really weird stuff. I'm going to have to hit and, you up for yeah, a Metal Forge yeah. CNC well, piece. I had a – like this right here is a piece, uh, and you can show that to the folks. Absolutely. That if, right there. If anybody knows what this is, if, if you're oh, on my know. friends list and you're watching, you should hey, know. they're on the Metal Forge. They know what that is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing about it is you got that cool Mandalorian symbol on it, and I had a, uh, one of our uh, followers on Instagram was like, hey, man, he's like, is that for a mandolin player? Oh. Because he's about getting, you know, getting him a pedal board for a mandolin player. And he's like, yeah, you got to have the mandalorian symbol on the mandolin players. You know, I was like, yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty. That's pretty awesome. That that is. That's, but I mean, yeah. we, I see what they did there. Yeah, I mean, and the, and the cool thing about what we do is like we put listings up, and we have I think a hundred and eighty-five or somewhere in there listings, eighty-three somewhere in there, oh, wow. different listings, uh, and that's accessories and pedal boards and everything all together. Uh, and we're working on our new website right now as well. But the thing about our listings is uh, they're all customizable. So it's not like, you know, if you go out and you see, you know, like, well, with an exception of some, like this one's not customizable. It's, it is what it is. The, the uh, spotted. Yeah. yeah. But like you get stuff like we would make like something oh, like wow. this. If you get something like that and you go, hey, I, I like something like that, nice. but you know, I want the sides to be a different color, or I want different you know, angle. You know, I want it to have a back bar on it and I, you know, lights or whatever. You know, we do all this. A couplers. Is this a satin finish on the back, or that is, or is actually, it just sanded? that's a, just a natural? That's just, natural. Uh, we, we don't do anything. We just on the on the bottoms on the insides. We don't do anything. Awesome. We basically we basically leave it bare. But on the outsides and the tops, that's when we do all the all the clear. You oh. found the secret. Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, it's the secret. It's called Take My Meds. That's what it says. <laughs> I, li- I listened to a podcast where yeah. that happens, and, and then the guy in the background goes, Bruce, take your pills. Nice. <laughs> I'm a wrestling nerd, so, you know, that's, hey, you know it's a it's, wrestling podcast. I tell you, getting old sucks. 
Oh, I know. It's like, you know... It, well, I mean, uh, 15 minutes ago, my alarm went off saying to go to bed. So yeah. it's at 8.15. Right. You know, <laughs> I know. It's like, you know, I went to the doctor the other day, and I'm like, I'm getting a checkup and doing what I'm supposed to do. And she's like, your triglycerides are like 700. I'm like, Jesus. And, you know, like, and she's like, yeah, we'll get those down. Don't worry about it. I'm like, oh, my God. So it's like, yeah, I'm going to have to really calm down on some stuff. You know? Right, right. But, and, you know, it's, <laughs> that's part of getting old, man. Yes, it is. And that's the, the thing. Uh, you know, Carlin had a, a great thing about, you know, how we always use an ant, like people use antonyms to, de- to describe being old. Like, oh, you look at him, he's 90 years young. You know, and he's like, everybody has a fear of aging. You always, around, around your mid to mid thirties to mid uh, to forties, you're like, Oh, I'm getting older. You know, you know, you're getting old. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I definitely feel it. <laughs> You'll never be as young as you are. As, uh, what is it? You'll never be as, as young as you are in this moment ever again. Well, I, or older. And that's and, funny because when I turned 36, uh, I sit there and I said, well, actually it was 35. Um, I sit there and I said, you know what? From this moment on, I'm officially closer to 50 than 20. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> that's a, oh, that's awful. You know, the, the one buzzkill. The, the, but it's the true. <laughs> the day that killed me was like, if believe it or not, you know, people, they hit 30, and they go, oh, my God, I'm 30. Man. You know, and like, mine was 31. Really? I hit 31 because I'm like, I'm in my 30s now. Right. Know, it's like so like, in, not yeah, at thirty. Like, I'm not thirty anymore. I'm actually in my thirties. Oh know? my so that So the, I don't know why, but that was the worst. I was just like, oh my god, this is terrible. You know, for me, and I know a lot of people have shared this sentiment that I've asked about it. That are musicians, and if you if you live to 28 years old as a musician, a lot of people are like, wow. You know, oh, that's, yeah, that's crazy. You made it. You had, yeah, you make it because like. Janice and Jim and Jimmy. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. You know. Kurt. Kurt. 27 yeah. is the yeah, first Yeah, like, crazy, And man. then you're like, wow, I'm 28. I didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. It's, ama- it's amazing. It's funny how people think that way, but you do. You're like, I, I made it. Yeah, because they're such, they're such influential musicians to people. Yeah. Everywhere, you know. Yeah. Every I mean, musician, it, you know, whether you like. You know, I, I think about that kind of stuff, too. And, and another thing I like to think about, too, is I get older. Is like you know the respect that you get as an older musician now. Yes, uh, and, and nobody I'll, still and, respects and, and me. I'll, and I'll, I'll <laughs> I tell you, I give you a, a totally a cool and funny example of this. Uh, you know Mike Cooley, right? Yes, one of the most awesome bluegrass players. Yes, yes, out there. I remember being a you know a punk ass kid going to to like you know you know guitar emporium back in the day, and I'm like, hey man, can I look at that guitar? He's like, don't touch that guitar. <laughs> yeah. It's like he knew like I was full of crap and I didn't know what I was doing. And then like, you know, fast forward to now and he's like and I walk in the door and I'm like like hey Mike, how's it going? He's like, hey Kenny, how's it going? He knows me by name. Right. Because well, I mean, he knows I'm not BSing him. He knows right. that I'm a real musician. I bought tons of stuff from those guys and there's a respect there. And that's one thing I could say about being an older musician that I love and, and even with mom's music with Howard and those guys and Max Maxwell and Mark Maxwell, all those folks. They still that, call and ask me if it's okay if he can buy. Oh stuff yeah, it's though. hilarious. Really? Like I'll go in there if oh, I go yeah. and spend a lot of money, they'll be calling. Tony, is it okay for Kenny to buy this? <laughs> I mean, like Tony, big, did you know Kenny was here? You know, like, Kenny's yes. here. He's buying stuff. Yeah, we know. I mean, we know. You know, that's so funny that you mentioned that because when I was like 24, I got a job at. Uh, 
you know, you know where the Jeff location was. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I got a job at the parts store next door, oh, man. and they had to sit there and tell them, they're like, "Now you cannot go over there on lunch and spend your paycheck on Friday." <laughs> <laughs> so they had to, you know, had to keep me out of there on Fridays. That's amazing. Speaking of mom's music, um, the one over here on Frankfurt Avenue. Uh, Melwood. Oh, Melwood. 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 Sorry. Oh, wow. You're dating Woo. yourself. I did. I'm sorry. They haven't but been on Melwood for six months. No, I know. No. They actually God. carry some of our pedal boards. Yeah. So if you are interested and you are shopping at Mom's Music, head on up. over yeah. and get a yeah. and family music over there too. Those guys over yeah, there. Yeah. Family Where? music. Family music over nice. there. And uh. Where's you haven't got the national contract with Guitar Center yet? Oh, f- I wouldn't take it even if they offered it. You know what? That is that is awesome because, you know, Ken Spector got an order for 10,000 guitars and basses and from Guitar Center. And he said, "I'm good, thanks." Yeah. He said, "I don't need your I don't need to do that to survive." Nope. And my chair is like doing that thing again. Do so like, <laughs> you have a Doctor Evil chair? He's, he's a, he's I do. Still, he's sinking. He's sinking. I, I really over there. do. And speaking of which, let's. Uh... The details of my life are quite inconsequential. Very well. Where do I begin? My chair keeps sinking while I'm trying to talk to people. <laughs> One million dollars. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the truth, man. I would. I, I, I'll tell you honestly. I mean, if they call me up tomorrow and we're like, "Well, we want ten thousand of your awards," I say, "I'm well, like too bad." I'm like, mm, nah. <laughs> You're I mean, like, for one, that might take a while. Yeah, because it's yeah, like, I'm not we're like a two man group. I, I'm not, yeah. I, yeah, I'm not like a super duper two live corporate, crew. You know, I'm not like a super <laughs> exactly. duper corporation. But at the same time, it's like you know, I like that about what we do, right? Because it's I can, the, it's close to the heart. Yeah, I mean, it's close to the heart. I mean, every piece that we make is different. It doesn't matter if I make the same pedal board, like the exact same pedal board. Each one we make is different because right. they all look different. It's wood. Every one of them are going to be different. So that's part of what I tell people is like when you order from us and you pre-order a board, it's like you're getting a board that's different than anything else. Even if it might be same colors and everything from somebody else, it's a it's, it's a different grain. board. Right. The, the grain, grain is going to be different. different. Yeah, yeah. Everything. You know? And you know, and that to me is like you know that's very cool because like how many places can you you get a pedal board where it's like. It's very, you know, unique to you. You know, it's like it's not going to be this chopped off a line made out of metal or whatever, you know, or wrapped in something where it's going to look like everybody else's that's orange. You know? Right. You know, if it's orange vinyl or if it's whatever, it's, you know, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be something very individual to each person. And now with the personalization stuff that we Absolutely. Can do, that's going to be. Well, nice. and I know one of the pedal boards that you made before you actually had a name tag put on there for Jay. Yeah, Muncie. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that that was crazy, man. And uh, now we got these awesome badges. We got a guy that uh, is in, um, is it Oregon? Yeah, he's in Oregon. He's in Oregon that makes our badges for us. And um, he basically has been doing that for uh, probably what God five years. Yeah, we've had him for about five a long, years. More, a long time, awesome. maybe even longer than that. Um, but I mean, it's when we first got started, we didn't really know what we were going to do for like our badges or anything. We're like, I don't know. And I was like, we didn't, right. we had, we were the metal ones. What we, we didn't have any idea what we were going to do. And finally I came across that guy on eBay or not eBay, but, uh, Etsy. 
Oh wow! Yeah, and uh, Rob Rob Santos that's his name. So he, does he do the badges that are on those? He does the yes. ba- yeah. like the little oval badge. Yeah, and I have a guy here locally, uh, uh, Scott uh, Brennanstall, who actually does them for me too from time to time. Awesome. It just depends on you know need, speed, all that kind of stuff. Because like uh, Scott's badges are a little bit different than the other ones we get from the guy in Oregon. Well, naturally, uh, but because that's our but they're just, creativity. Yeah and, yeah, and they're just different. I mean, and and Scott's are cool because they're burned. Like they have that really cool burned look to cool. them. Cool, and uh, and then of course Rob's his are very his are very clean. I, his were so clean that I was having to tell him, dude, stop cleaning them up. Right, because like, yeah. I want them to be a little burned up. I want right, them to rustic. Look, yeah, I want yeah them to look absolutely. Rustic. And he kept making them look like really, really nice, like really like, like pristine. Pristine. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 dude, I don't want them like that. Right. <laughs> but you know, we've been trying to. We're actually going to start making some more like pedal boards for like metal guys and stuff like that. More like uh, we call it our blackout series. It's right. like basically where the badges are painted black. I've been pestering him because I am a metal head. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and, and I told her, I said, yeah, we need to start doing that more. I mean, like maybe some dark. Darker colors, gray colors, uh, but I mean, I told her I said, but you know, all metal guys like they don't want black everything. They no, they, they want. I mean, stuff honestly, that looks cool. You know, one of the things that I would be, I, I like uh, like spalted stuff. Yeah. So like having a, if you can find like good like spalted maple or something. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably totally be down for getting one for the lap steel. We we <laughs> made one a while back for a customer that was made out of it had maple the maple back bar maple sides. Or no, it was walnut sides. Walnut. Oh wow, walnut that sounds sides. awesome. And the maple middle, and middle was maple, yeah. and the back bar was maple. And, wow. it, and it was like twenty four by six, I think. Or oh wow! So, so it was different. And the guy specifically said, "I want it to be like this." And then he sent us. Of course, he sent us pictures of it. And it was awesome. All the pedals are on there, and it's just cool as hell. Good deal. Uh, I mean, I, I get so many pictures from my customers. I try to post them all up on Instagram, and everything like else. with their actual setup yeah, and everything. I mean, and, yeah, and, they're on our website. Yeah, like which is oh, okay. We well, we got two uh, right now. We're working on our our official one, but the, the one that we run out of is kyhbpb.com. So that's Kentucky High Brown Pedalboards.com, basically. So, but if you go out there and you put in the Google search, Kentucky, Kentucky Hot Round Pedalboards. You don't have to do that. You just put Kentucky and Pedalboards. That's it. And, and, and you're the first one that comes we're up. We're all over the place, yeah. Good deal. And, and, and there's nothing better than to be the first thing on a Google search. I'm that's right. You. And if you go, and like right now, we're working on our website. Uh, my cousin is a really good and into getting like stuff funneled towards, you know, and uh, funnel towards your website and everything. And him and I are working together on a new website, which is Kentucky Hot Brown Metal Boards, all spelled out, uh, .com. And that one is starting to take shape, which is you – so you can go there, and it'll take you everywhere you need to go. But nice. it's all funneling towards the same place. So And yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So you also have – well, I know you used to have um, – like pedal spacers and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, do you yeah. still still do, do all that? It, yeah, it's uh, stomp risers. Yes, we, we actually make stomp risers. We make slide holsters, guitar nice. holders, uh, guitar hangers. Uh, we make picks. Um, well, we don't make as many picks as we used to. Oh, <laughs> but we're we're gonna we're gonna get back into doing some of the stuff that we stopped doing. Uh, and slide holsters. Yeah, yep. slide holsters. Yeah. What else? Do oh, get, uh, amp stands. Yeah. Nice. We started making amp stands. Like That's our, cool. Our, our wedge amp stands. We we make little bitty ones for when you just wedge under your amp and it pops right. it up a little bit. And we make big ones that you can put like you know a cabinet on and sit them on and 
It's it's yeah. There, there's and they're a lot all of, customizable. Yeah, every nice. one of them. Like you, can which say, everything you have, I'm sure is customizable. Oh yeah, it's like, and yeah. I tell people that because they go, "Can you make?" I said, "Anything I have out there, if it's not wide enough or it's not deep enough, you just tell me what you Jesus, need." Jesus, we a just price. made one that was like, oh yeah, four feet wide. If you go to our website and you go to the news section on kyhbpv.com. If you go there and look at the news section, there's one that we called Godzilla, <laughs> which was the biggest pedal board we've ever made. It was five feet wide, and it was 24 inches deep, so two feet deep. Oh, my God. This uh, guy uses every bit oh yeah, every bit of, of the board. And, every bit. And it, the thing about it was it was one of our Flat Boy series, which the Flat Boy is that you have the flat all the way down, and then you have like a second tier. Right. The second tier was 14 inches deep. By by five feet, so like he had a oh yeah, and then I I think I did how many coupler holes I did for him because he was going to get the couplers later. I think it was I eight. can't remember. There's four on one side, four on the other. Oh and my god! And then there was a power plug on the back side that he wanted. Then and yeah, that's one of the things I also wanted to mention too. You do have that customizable feature where it, you basically have couplers, power inlets, like a like a one spot. Mm-hmm. Where it's already built in, essentially, yep. and you just plug and plug in the plug, uh, and, play. plug and play. Yeah, that's it. And there you go. Yeah, we we have uh, you know we found that you know a lot of people don't like the the you know solderless. They're called solderless couplers, right? Uh, and I get mine from a Red a Redco, and they are like I've never had a problem with any of them. I've, and there are some people like oh they're they're not they're not you know like with how the pedals are all set up to where they're you know it's not isolated and it's like. In a, whatever. Okay. Right. There's things you can do to make isolation happen. Um, but there's, some guys are really fine-tuned on that stuff, like on, on their cabling and things like that. And I'm thinking most people don't care. I mean, and if you do, it, then you can you can have – you t- say, Kenny, man, I need the holes to be drilled you know, an inch in diameter because I'm going to have these couplers put in. And I'll do it, all that stuff for you. All you got to do right. is get the stuff and do it yourself. I can do it in any way because I've done that for tons of people. They're like, hey, man, I'm going to get these special kind of couplers I want to put in there. And could you drill out the hole? Yeah, I'll drill the holes out for you and everything. And you Or know, if we'll I send it to you. Yeah. or And I've actually, one guy, well, actually, there's been two guys that send me their power supplies. And I mount them, and I actually install it for them all underneath their board. So I do all that kind of stuff, too. So Nice. Yeah, what like was the, that one thing that you rebuilt? Oh, it was an Echoplex. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. there was a guy in Nashville uh, had sent me his Echoplex. His, he had, actually, he had two Echoplexes, and one of them, it had been in the flood. Remember in Nashville years ago, they had, yes, yes, they had yes. a flood, and some of his stuff had gotten in a flood. And oh, no. Wet. But he had the Echoplex, he still had the electronics and everything, and it was in it, and it was still good, but the box was just garbage. Terrible. It was just falling apart. It was that, you know, that mush wood, that's what uh, I call it, you know, it's yeah. wrapped in, you know. So he Like said, wrapped in the toll Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. So... Basically, he sent it to me, and it took it took us some time. It took us about a two, like two months to, to re- restore to, to rebuild it, and because we had to rebuild the whole box. Oh wow! Like the, the whole box that it was housed in, we had to completely rebuild it. So we rebuilt it with the with the cover, and we did two, didn't we? Yeah, we made we did, two we of them. Two, yeah. Oh, cool. So we made two of them, uh, and two, and of course, two different colors. Yeah. Uh, he wanted a light one and a dark oh, one. Oh yeah, he wanted a lighter a lighter <laughs> one and a dark one, and we did both of those. And uh, that was a real challenge for us because I'd never done anything like that before. Uh, but I was like, "Hey, I, like I told her, I said if we've never if we never do it, we're never going to know if we can do it." Exactly. I said so. I did it, and I told the guy, I said, "I've never done this before." I said it might take me a little longer than you know this time frame. I said, "But I will get it done." I said, "And you and I work close together, and we did, and it turned, they both turned out it, great." Yeah, it was awesome. Awesome. Yeah, Fit so. perfect. Yeah, it and it worked. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's what matters is right there. Yeah, but he shipped us 
his Echoplex. Yeah, and wow. We shipped everything. He shipped back me one of the one of the units so I could actually uh, size it. And yeah, just he sent just the box. Like oh he, wow! He just sent us the box and gave me the measurements of what he needed for the the Echoplex. Wow. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. You know, as as we're talking, you know, I'm always like, I'm always thinking of other things. I'm like, well, you know, it might be kind of cool to get like a, a a custom box made for like my JCM 2000 or something. We <laughs> make, yeah. yeah, we make boxes too. And, no, he's talking about the housing for like the head oh, unit. The head oh, unit. yeah, the head. Okay. so yeah, yeah unscrew well, all of the stuff. The, throw it at us. And we'll do it. Put it in there. <laughs> you know, nice. It would be kind of neat because you know, I've I've actually made a, a desktop pedal board for a. Uh, uh, army vet or was it army veteran i think he was i can't remember what he branch was a veteran. but he was a vet he was a vet nice and uh, he was in a wheelchair and uh, he couldn't have your traditional pedal board because he really couldn't use his right. feet so we made him a desktop pedal board oh cool so like the pedal board itself would you know would sit on the desk and would lean back kind of kind of like something like that but it leaned back a little bit more oh, like yeah. a rack like it had like a, yeah. a, an angle to it and it leaned back a little bit but it leaned back and then it went straight up oh so cool like, so all part, he had this part he was his hit pedal with his hand yeah so he could switch all stuff over here and then he had a rack a little small rack space at the top up here where he could put his head or, or you know mount and stuff and then on top of it he put his amp so he could do his recording and stuff and that's how he did it oh wow yeah so yes, it's amazingly we, versatile company. Yeah. Yes, we and are. other than other than the pedal boards and everything else, you you also do home uh, like home goods. Yeah, uh, you also Kentucky, do like pick boxes. Yeah, well, well the pick boxes are part of of the pedal board company. Right. Uh, we do like wall hangings and things like that. Wall art. Uh, we do what else, babe? And it, it's it, the name of that company is Kentucky Hot Brown Home Goods. Right. And it's actually kyhotbrownhomegoods.com and. That's pretty yeah. much on Etsy. That's where we do all that stuff. That's more of my baby. Yeah, because yeah, you're that's, the artist. Yeah, right. she's the artist, and she says, mm, "Make this," and I'm like, mm, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my paintings. Okay. Um, so you have actual paintings on canvas. I also make magnets. Um, jewelry. Yeah, we we've made jewelry and incense burners. Nice accessory boxes. Yeah. So yeah, if, I remember those from before when yeah. when yeah. we did when you all did the showcase Louisville oh, yeah. stuff with ornaments. We make the ornaments. Yeah, We're starting to get into making ornaments for Christmas and things yeah. like that. We've yeah. got a festival that's coming up in September, September fourteenth, at the Highland Baptist yeah. on Fagenbush. Okay, and uh, that's September fourteenth, nine to four, I believe. And we're going to be set up there with our home goods. And I think we'll have our pedal boards out there, too. Yeah. Cool. Take, take a few out there just to show people what, you know, what else we do as well. Uh, I mean, because we, we do a lot of things. I mean, we do, we, people will contact us and go, I'd like to have something like this. And can you guys do that? And, now, and if I can't, I'll tell somebody. Because yeah. I'm not afraid of telling people no. Right. I've told people no before because I've had guys want, want me to make something. I'm like, I can't. There's. I just can't do like that. the Sorry. crazy signs that you see at like Hobby Lobby or Michaels. You know, like the it's made out of that cheap wood. Right. That if it gets wet, it's gonna just turn to mush. Yeah, it's just, right. You know, like home. You know, home. Live, laugh, love. Yeah, yeah, those. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's the it's those exact signs. But the thing is, those are made home out is of, where the vodka is. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I so can make a sign say whatever you want it to say. That's right. I mean, we with our CNC machine. I mean, that's really opened up a lot for us because the CNC machine we're able to do things that we weren't able to do before. Well, we could do it, but it would just take longer. Yeah. The CNC machine is able to do it precisely, and it's from our designs that we do. So 
website. And I'm, I'm really excited. Like I said, th- this right here, man, I was just, when I did that, I was like flipping out because I was like, oh, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I could do all this. It's really like, cool. I did this. Yeah. I mean, there's a little things that you, little things that you miss. Cause like when I was doing this, like, you know, I did, of course the bottom, I flipped it upside down and did it the other way. And of course, then after I did that, I realized crap, I just made two right sides. Uh, or I made two left sides. And oh, I was like, wow. oh, crap. So you had to learn, like when you do it this way, you have to flip the design and flip the board mirror over it. and yeah. mirror. Yeah. So little things like that you learn, you're like, ah, crap. Yeah. That's an interesting thing. Cause like, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Jimmy Deresta. He does a lot. He does a lot of CNC work and he does like, um, he's out of New York, but he's like, I, I'm sure you've been to hard rock. Yeah, and you've yeah. seen the, uh, the, uh, AK 47 guitar. Yeah, yeah. He did that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so the interesting thing about it is he's always doing stuff like that and say, it's like, well, this is what you should do. I didn't yeah. do this. So but this is what, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like Kenny. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. dude, there's so many things I've done, this dumb crap out there working in the shop and some things lead to really cool stuff. Uh, and some things lead to like, I'm never doing that again. You know, like the other day when I was messing with the CNC machine, I actually, uh, had the bit depth set too deep oh wow so it, you, you it like it. went through my wood and went into the table and i was like oh crap you know I was oh like, yeah and i knew it was bad because like the the bit went down i was like Neek. i'm like ah uh, oh so i killed my bit so, oh no but it you know it's one of those things it cost me 40 bucks I had to buy i had to buy some more bits but it's know, a learning experience it is a learning experience because I, i've done other dumb stuff too so, and it's it's not really that you, it's dumb it's just that you get into a point where you're you, you're so focused that you don't really think about stuff and like you grab like something gets hung up in a bit and you go to grab it to push it down or whatever and like you know it's a forzner bit and you probably shouldn't touch that with your hand right i've done that before and i'm like ah well yeah uh, yeah that, that tickles a little bit you know forzner bits hole saw bits oh, yeah. all that kind yeah, of stuff yeah, you yeah, gotta they're... watch out for that kind of stuff but like all the like all these slits that you see at these boards right that's not done by like there's no like automatic machine that does that no you hand I literally those. put these holes in on each end and i hand cut each do you, do you use like a router it's it? it is a uh blade it's, runner it's called a blade runner is actually what it's called and it's uh it's a basically a an jigsaw. upside down jigsaw yeah oh wow yeah, on a table a, and i it sounds actually, crazy it, it sounds, sounds crazy, like, but it works it's amazing. just like the bandsaw you know it's creepy like i see people like well, you know, the funny you think thing of is about it. shop from middle middle school, yeah, the, a guy missing like three fingers. Yeah, my <laughs> shop teacher pointing yeah. at people. Hey, you go, make sure you do that. Yeah, know. he he was this. And, yeah, and like two fingers, and he would point at you with the nubs and like, boy, you better make sure you're doing that right. Exactly. Yeah, I I had a woodshop teacher like that who was missing his thumb. Oh god, because he had been pushing something on a. On not on a bandsaw, but a, on a table a saw. saw, and he went. Like, oh and, no! And this is before saw stop because nowadays they got saw stop, which right. basically just barely touches the meat on your hand and it shoots the blade it. down and shuts everything off. Right. And I mean, this he, he had pictures of like his because he lost his thumb. He he was oh yeah, they couldn't reattach it. So like he has a picture of, of like him in the hospital in the emergency room, like where just the like the blue gauze or whatever, and his thumb hanging off and everything, and it was hanging in his office, and, and underneath it had a sign that said, "Always pay attention." Yes, definitely. And, like, Always. And he, pay made, attention. he ended up making like a leather like a piece that went around like where his nub was, so he could still push. Oh wow! And it even had like little cuts. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So he still did it. He still did. Yeah, I that's mean, like the that's a, like Tony Iommi ingenuity. I mean, he was like 
old school like wood shop guy. Wow. Like I mean, but I mean, he made sure that you were safe. But like, he would do some dumb crap. Oh yeah, and they you know, always and, did. And you're going, dude. I don't and he think probably that's a good idea. he was probably one of those teachers that had done it like 25 years before you oh, had yeah. him as a teacher. Cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Yep. I mean, like this guy was like, I remember that. Here, hold my beer. Yeah. Here, hold my beer. I got this. I mean, like, you know, I mean, that's the kind of stuff, you know. Because I mean, every time I'm out there cutting, I always tell them, you know, my, my wife and my kids and everything, because they come out and they help. My daughter's really good at it. Uh, but I said, don't be afraid of it. Right. Respect it. Exactly. I said that's the only thing you got to do. So when you're cutting with these tools, it's not that just you got to know that they will hurt you. Absolutely, they'll bite you really bad. But as long as you pay attention, they won't bite you. Yeah, I've had an experience where I was like, "Oh my gosh, did I just do that?" And look yep. down. Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh yeah, and yeah. It, it happens. And then you jump up and you know, the adrenaline's kicking. And absolutely, well, like stapling your thumb or you know, something like yeah, just good stuff or. Putting a drill all the way through your hand or yep. into your hand. I've done that before. That's into fun the, to, the, the worst the thing in the world is in through the fingernail. Oh, God. Hi. Yeah, Ugh. that's worse. Sorry, we're getting a little gross on everybody. So it's <laughs> KYHBPB.com. And yeah. soon to be Kentucky yeah, Hot Brown Pedal Awards. Actually, it is right now. It and, is okay, it, so it, it forwards is. it to it all goes. The so same either kyhbpb.com or, or Kentucky, Kentucky Hot Brown Pedal Boards.com and kyhotbrownhomegoods.com. KY there we go. And this has been Kenny Marine and Tony Marine. Thank you all for coming in. Yeah. I want to play a want to play a song here before we end tonight. Actually, I want to play two. Ooh, a twofer. A twofer. Twofer. This is going to be. Where'd it go? Ah, Where'd it go? This is going to be Baby Bones, and we're going to end the show on a rifle. This is Pay Us in Dimes by Baby Bones here on 100.9 FM WCHQ.
All right, that's Baby Bones with KSM Dimes. I want to thank uh, the guys from Overload for coming in and playing. Yeah, that one's a that one's a tough one. I want to thank Kenny and Tony Marine from Kentucky Hot Brown Pedal Boards and uh, Skippy and the Machine. You can check them out on uh, Facebook and Reverb Nation. They're on there. Uh, come out and see Overload at Club Nirvana on June 8th. It is a $5 cover, and it's like at a 7.30 door time or something. So this is my boys in Rifle. This is Let's Have a Riot. Tune in next week for the Metal Forge. Here we go. They've answered all the options and left us with no choice. The riot is the language of those who have no voice. You can't follow all this rage and try to store it. And put the whole world in a cage and just ignore it. Take horses to the tower, trap them in their dens. It's time for the golden child to answer up all his sins. You can't bottle all this rage and try to store it. Get put the whole world in a cage and just ignore it. We have reached... we
You're listening to WCHQLP, Louisville, Kentucky, 100.9 FM. All local, all community, all the time.